Gospel 1360. Gloria Leonard Ministries presents Preparing Hearts, Changing Lives radio broadcast. Preparing Hearts, Changing Lives talk show focuses on pursuing family wholeness. We're doing a new thing. We're making a way in the desert to reclaim and regain what the devil has stolen. Beware, this show can be informative and controversial. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday from 11.15 a.m. to 11.45 a.m. And on Saturdays from 11 a.m. to 11.30 a.m. For more information and bookings, visit www.GloriaLeonardMinistries.net or call 1-877-232-0255. Now, here's your host. I am Brian Fouts. And I'm Leah Fouts. And we are excited to be back here once again on the Gloria Leonard Radio Show this morning, Changing Hearts and Changing Lives. Uh, for those of you who don't know, Leah and I are with Hazak Ministries out here in the Great Hill Country, out in New Ulm, Texas, between Brenham and Columbus. Our ministry was started with the vision to bring hope, healing, and encouragement to those who have lost a loved one. The word Hazak is a Hebrew word which means to make or to be strong, to strengthen, to sustain, to support, and to encourage. And we hope that you will be encouraged with our message this morning. So if you've got a question or comment that you feel that you'd like to share this morning, please feel free to give us a call at the radio station this morning. You can reach us by calling 281-837-2222. That phone number again is area code 281-837-2222. We look forward to hearing from you. But before we start, let's open the program with a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this wonderful day that you have made. I pray, Lord, that you will be with us, be with Brian and me as we bring the words that you've given us to share, and be with the listeners, that they may get something from this message that only you could have given them. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Oh, thank you, my beautiful bride, for that great prayer this morning. Wow! Did you just feel that? No, Brian. Feel what? Leah, it's in the air. What's in the air, Brian? Oh, I hear a word. I hear a song coming up. Change, change, change. Change, change, change. <laughs> change, change, change. Wow, I'm already breaking into song this morning just thinking about the topic that we'll be talking about. <laughs> That's the music to Aretha Franklin's song. Chain, chain, chains. <laughs> yeah, I know. But it seems to go good with today's topic. All right. So what is our topic this morning? Well, Leah, this morning we're going to be talking about change and commitment. Hey, Brian, this is already February. We've already started the new year. Well, yes, I know, I know, but we... Even though that we've started the new year, there's something else that comes with the new year to place in our planning process as we go through the year. And those two things are change and commitment. Oh, Brian, here is a wonderful reminder on commitment from our Lord. In Psalm 37, verses 3 through 5, it reads, Trust in the Lord and do good. 
dwell in the land and cultivate faithfulness. Delight yourself in the Lord, and he will give you the desires of your heart. Commit your way to the Lord. Trust also in him, and he will do it. Leah, that is a great verse to help us get started this morning. And there are two things that I'd like to share with others that are constant in life. The first thing is God is God. And the second thing, there will always be change. That's right, Brian. God is still God, the maker of heaven and earth, the father of time, inventions, and creative ideas, and there will always be change in our lives. The fact is, we are given the free will and the power of choice. We can learn either to adapt to the change or to rebel against change. How we handle those changes can determine the journey that we are on. Wow, you rock, Leah. That is great. You know, we can do this with or without God's help. He's given us a choice. But I have found that over the years that change can be a great deal easier to handle when we allow God to guide us through the change than when we try to depend upon ourselves to handle that change. So this morning... What does that word change really mean? Well, Brian, as you like to do, I also looked up this word in the dictionary, and I found some really interesting answers. Mm -hmm. First of all, the dictionary defines change as the act or the process or the result of altering or modifying something. Wow, that's interesting. Secondly, it is the replacing of one thing for another. You know, a substitution. A substitution? That's right. It also means a transformation or a transition from one state or condition or phase to another. Wow. You know, I found a passage in Daniel that really talks about this change. In Daniel 2.21, and I'm reading from the Amplified this morning, the scripture verse goes like this. He changes the times and the seasons. He removes kings and sets up kings. And he gives wisdom to the wise and knowledge to those who have understanding. I love that scripture passage. And here's something else really neat about the word changes. In Hebrew, the word for changes is shana, S-H-A-N-A-W. Like shana Not exactly, Brian. It means to change, to be altered, or to be transformed. Now, that is cool. Now, when change first comes to our attention, we can sometimes go through the emotional state of change. You know the drill. First, there's anxiety, and then there's heart pounding, and then there's anger, or there's disappointment, and there's confusion, or the, oh, boy, This is not good or fair. And for some, we really get excited and we say, this really sucks. (laughs) You are right, Brian. Silly, but right. Someone once said that life is not fair. And by that comment, change can sometimes not be fair either. You know, I was thinking back that when I was a kid and we would hear someone say, that's not fair. I remember I would hear my mother tell us. Brian, 
we live on the planet Earth, not the planet not fair. I've heard that too. Okay, Brian. <laughs> but at other times, change is a way of keeping us on our toes. You know, we get comfortable where we are sometimes. And then something changes. We don't want to move, but God wants us to. We have to be on the lookout, not only for the enemy, but we need to stay alert for one like the enemy who comes to take away what we have, who wants to steal our hope and steal our joy. When that happens, we have to look for ways to readjust our position, to stay focused and just on whatever's important in our life. Here's a great reminder from the Bible in 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 8. Be alert and of sober mind. Your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. That is great advice, Leah. Stay alert. Be on the lookout. And you know what the world needs more now are more alerts. Brian, Brian, Brian. So let's get back on task here, funny guy. How does change help us? Or does change just get in our way? Well, Leah, you know, each one of us has been given a purpose for why we are here. And we have to find out what that purpose is. And when we do, we will find that each one of us has been blessed with a certain gift and certain talent from the Creator. Brian, I'm reminded of something that the late Miles Monroe once wrote. He said, God has put a gift or talent in every person that the world will make room for. It is this gift that will enable us to fulfill our vision. It will make a way for you in life. It is exercising, in exercising this gift that you will find real fulfillment real purpose, and real contentment in your work. It's interesting to note that the Bible does not say that a man's education makes room for him, but that a man's gift does. Wow, that's really great. The Bible does not say that a man's education makes room for him, but that his gift does. And I just love the way that Miles Monroe put that into perspective. You know, these gifts that we're given are to be used to glorify God and to help others. They're just not for us. And by using these gifts and talents, we will make an impact and a difference in the lives of others, in our family, and in the rest of the world. And the whole purpose here is to further the kingdom. So when change comes, and it will happen, it could very well be one of the best things that could happen to us. And it's a way for us to refocus on where we are, to take a look and review and spot any obstacles that may be coming our way. And then we can fine-tune those goals to match with the vision that has been given to our lives. But, Brian, is there an opportunity for us in change, or is it just a hassle? Um, well, it's, it's your perspective. You can look at it and say it's a real hassle or this is an opportunity. You know, the old saying, some people say, well, the glass is half empty, and others say that the glass is half full. But we always have to say that luck doesn't come to just anybody. Luck comes when 
we are prepared and ready for that opportunity. Hmm. So change will bring an opportunity, and change will move us out of our comfort zone. We all like to be comfortable, oh, yeah. and we don't want to move, but change can help us to grow and to become stronger and more productive. And here's something else that's really interesting, is that this change could be a move from one location to another, you know, like from one town to another, or from one job to another, or possibly move you on to a different career. It can even move us from one relationship to another relationship, and it can even move us from one church to another church. Now, if we keep a perspective on who we are and whose we are, then when change does come, we can adapt to that change and then let him who made us take us down that path where he wants us to be. They say that life is like a river. There's change in the current and the water level and in the scenery and in the flow of where the river goes. But sometimes that water level is low, and we might have to get out and pull the boat. And at other times, we are paddling just fine. And then at other times, suddenly there's a rush in the current, and water's flapping everywhere, and suddenly we find ourselves in white rapids and white waters and really moving down the river. And then there are those times that come when we are in still or quiet waters. In other words, time to get the oars out and or row your boat? That's right. Or sometimes just to sit there and reflect on what's mm -hmm. taking place. But here's a great reminder. If we keep our eyes open and set on him, he will lead us through the waters of change and show us the way. Change happens, but God is still God. So do not be afraid of change. You know, it's like when you have a job and suddenly you have to make a change to a new job. Hmm. Maybe you found another job. That's always good. Unfortunately, sometimes your employee help your employer helps you out the door to find a new job or opportunity. Ooh, ouch. And boy, that could be a real change. Certainly can. But you know, there's a wonderful verse in Isaiah chapter 43 that's a life verse for me. It's verses 1 and 2, oh, sorry, verses 2 and 3. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And through the rivers, they will not overflow you. When you walk through the fire, you will not be scorched, nor will the flame burn you. For I am the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel, your Savior. Leah, that is a powerful, powerful scripture verse for i am your god now the second word that we want to talk about this morning is that word commitment in proverbs 16:3, it says commit to the lord whatever you do and he will establish your plans as we said earlier the new year is already here and most of us we are already out planning out our goals and working on our vision and we know now that there will be change coming into our plans. But what do we do with commitment? 
we are told by the experts that are out there that after we've completed our planning process and that we begin to implement those plans, for some that means it's time to get off your backside and start moving forward with your plan. And they also say that we have to stay focused and stay committed. And by doing this, Brian, with his help, all things are possible. Now, here's here's a great verse to help us stay focused by committing ourselves to the Lord. The prophet Isaiah shared this in Isaiah chapter 26, verse 4. So trust in the Lord. Commit yourself to him. Lean on him. Hope confidently in him forever. For the Lord God is an everlasting rock, the rock of ages. Wow, that's an awesome, awesome verse, Leah. Commit ourselves to him. So then let me ask you this morning, what does that word mean? You know, to be committed. Well, one of the online dictionary sites I go to defined this word as a pledge to do something. Mm. You know, like our Pledge of Allegiance to the United States of America, it also means the state of being bound emotionally or intellectually to a course of action. Wow, so you mean like a pledge that I took when we got married? That's right, Brian. You're stuck. (laughs) And the same pledge that I made to you, my love. Ah, you are so sweet, my bride. You know, we are talking about a pledge, like in marriage. This is a sacred promise, but there is a scripture verse that really hits close to home, and this should mean something special to each and every one of us, especially when we make a pledge. In the book of Numbers, in chapter 30, verse 2, it says that when a man makes a vow to the Lord or takes an oath to obligate himself by a pledge, he must not break his word but must do everything that he said. Wow, that ought to hit close to home for all of us, especially when we make a pledge or a promise. Wanting to dig a little further on this word commitment, I decided to look this up in a Bible concordance. Here was something really interesting. What's that, Leah? The word I found for commitment in Hebrew was the word asah. Is that like gesundheit? Yeah, right, Brian. (laughs) Interestingly, it had several descriptions of the word commitment. Here are just a few. To do, such as to work, to act, and to act with effect, excuse me, to effect or to make or to produce and to prepare. To prepare? This was something cool I also found. It also means to make an offering or to attend to, to put in order, to observe. And it means to celebrate, to appoint, to ordain, and to institute. How cool is that? I like that part where it says to appoint and to ordain. You know, I really like the last two. Those two words, to appoint and ordain, are really part of the basis for the ministry which God has given both of us. And this has really brought some deeper meaning and understanding to our calling and commitment, especially for our goals and vision, and it can bring it to you. When we commit to something, we have to put our heart, mind, and soul into it. 
not just part of it, but all of it. Not just involved, but really committed. That is correct, Leah. And we also have to commit daily to our goal or vision and prepare for what lies before us. Just like an athlete who prepares to run, there is a process of getting ready for that running, getting prepared and being ready for that next race when it comes up. It takes commitment to rise and shine daily and to have an attitude of gratitude of being committed. You know, Brian, the Apostle Paul said it best in the book of Corinthians. Do you not know that those who run in a race all run, but only one receives the prize? Run in such a way that you may win. That's 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 24. I like that. Run in such a way that you may win, not just compete. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm reminded of the old saying that there's a difference between being committed and involved, Leah. They say it's like having bacon and eggs for breakfast. What on earth does breakfast have to do with commitment, Brian? Well, Leah, you see, in preparing the breakfast, the chicken is involved. It's laying the egg. But the pig, he's committed. <laughs> now that's what I call committed for sure. So, you can have a choice in life today. You can decide to just be involved. That means that you can take part in the process, but you will never really go where you want to go and end up dreaming about what you could have done. Or you can be committed. You can learn to have a burning desire to fulfill the vision that was given to you by our Creator. To make a difference, it's like Paul said... Yes, let's all run the race to win the prize. To do this, you have to be committed. This is a great word, Leah, for everyone listening today. Now, here is something important to remember when you are making your plans. When we lay out our plans and commit ourselves to him, he will give us the roadmap, the path, and the direction on where to go. In Proverbs 16:3, it says, Commit to the Lord whatever you do, and he will establish your plans. Did you hear that? Commit to the Lord whatever you will do, and he will establish your plans. But, Brian, this is just, this is only one promise of what the Lord says he can do. Now, how can we do this on our own? Well, that's an interesting question, Leah. So here is another reminder of his promise. And this is back in Isaiah 26.4. It said, so trust in the Lord. Commit yourself to him. Lean on him. Hope confidently in him forever. For the Lord God is an everlasting rock, the rock of ages. So you've got to trust in the Lord and commit yourself to him. That's a great promise, Brian. Basically, we commit to him, and he doesn't let us down. That's right. Here's another promise for our listeners this morning. Isaiah 26, verse 3 says, You will guard him and keep him in perfect and constant peace, whose mind, both its inclination and its character, is 
stayed on you because he commits himself to you, leans on you, and hopes confidently in you. The you in this verse is God. You know, as the late Dr. Miles Monroe once wrote, he said, when your priorities are correct, you preserve and protect your life. Let me repeat that again. It says, when your priorities are correct and you preserve and protect your life. And so one of the things we want to go back and just do a simple reminder is this. Here are some promises from God about the seasons in your life. In Psalms 104:19, it says that he made the moon to mark the seasons and the sun to know its time for its setting. And in Psalm 74, 16, it said, Yours is the day, yours also is the night. You have prepared the light and the sun. You've established all the boundaries of earth. You have made summer and winter. And that means that's what God did for us. Wow. So, again, when your priorities are correct, you preserve and protect your life. And remember, God is still God and there will always be change. We hope that you've been blessed and encouraged today by this message. I'm Brian Fouts. And I'm Leah Fouts. And we are with Hazak Ministries, an encouragement ministry out here in the beautiful country of New Ulm, Texas. Oh, by the way, just as a reminder, Brian has a brand new CD available. It's called Joyful, and boy is it ever. It's a keyboard CV. CD, and you should really, you would really love it. It's great music for those who love music, especially keyboard music. You can use this CD for your study time, your prayer time, or just for a time to sit back and relax. It's available now on our website. You can find out more by visiting our website at www.hazakministries.com. That website address www.hazakministries.com Thank you, Leah. And if you would like for Leah or myself to come and speak at your church or to your men's or women's group or any special event, possibly a men's luncheon, a women's luncheon, uh, a grief or support group, please contact us at 832-878-8043. That number again is 832-878-8043. We also want to thank you, the listeners of KWWJ, for tuning in this morning and for all of you who support this radio station and the ministries that partner with the station. It's an honor to be featured as a guest here on the Gloria Leonard Show, Changing Hearts and Changing Lives, here on KWWJ AM 1360 Gospel Radio Station in Baytown, Texas. Thank you again. And remember, be strong and be Hazak. God bless. I believe the children are our future. You've been listening to Gloria Leonard Ministries Preparing Hearts Changing Lives radio broadcast. To receive a copy of this show or other shows, contact Gloria Leonard Ministries at 1-877-232-0255 or visit her online at www.glorialeonardministries.net. 
Send check or money order for $15 to P.O. Box 451-715, Houston, Texas, 77245. That's P.O. Box 451-715, Houston, Texas, 77245. If you enjoy this show and its special guests and you'd like to make sure it stays on the air, make your donations at GloriaLeonardMinistries.net. PayPal, MasterCard, Visa, American Express accepted. For more information, again, call 1-877-232-0255. Tune in to Preparing Hearts Changing Lives radio show every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday from 11.15 a.m. to 11.45 a.m. And on Saturdays from 11 a.m. to 11.30 a.m. Where our mission is to reclaim, regain, and reunite families through prayer. And to rescue our children from all unwholesome activities through prayer. 